I'm almost at the end. Almost at the end. Yes, 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 yes. Are you recording? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, it is what she said. This sounds so wrong from my end. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the latest episode of the Science Talk Podcast. I am your host, Knuckles87, and with me today is none other than my partner, Jason Berry. It's a wonder world full of wonder and stupid stuff. And, uh, yeah, what you just heard from me is me playing Sonic Lost World on the Wii U and miraculously not dying. So, um... Okay, I'm, I'm just going to complain for a moment. Uh, All right. This is episode 24, and believe it or not... This is which, our third recording. Our, the third time we've recorded episode 24 in the last... Like three to four weeks. Yes, yes. I mean, my God. Uh, and technically, like, we've also had two aborted recordings. <laughs> to, give you some pers- to give you some perspective, that's five uh, five attempted shows that, that have been that have been killed one way or another. Yeah, the first but, one was uh, me and you and Liddy. Yes, and uh, that get, didn't get that the, didn't um, come out at all. <laughs> it got screwed up. Yeah, I was coming out. It, it was like the uh, Tracy Arley episode where I was my audio was coming out way ahead for some reason. And then on the second one, it was me, you, and Barry, and I just bought a $30 Skype recorder because I didn't want any screw-ups, and I accidentally had it on video and audio, so instead it just recorded video, and when I played it back, it was really and Yeah, you were messing t- with that with that recording for like a week, and then, yeah, and then, I, yeah it, was just, I, I it couldn't do anything it, with but it. But I just couldn't. It, it was also cutting off pieces of audio where... For some reason, you would come in, and I wouldn't, even though I'm the one recording, and I come in clear on my side. And uh, that 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 really irritates me because I really liked that that the, the, our second take. I really liked it. And in addition to Liddy, we also had we also were to, in addition to Liddy and Barry. We also we also tried to have a show where we had a uh, Sega from Sega Vix on, but uh, that didn't work out either. It was we, just we the timing. Get, yeah, the timing was just timing just fell apart, and the timing also fell apart for episode twenty five, which we were trying to record while we were getting episode episode twenty four together. I mean, people think it's easy to re- put a podcast together, but it's really not. I mean, you got to have every all your ducks in one row. Everyone's got to, you know, come in at this uh, all together, have the time to record a podcast. Plus, uh, when you go to uh, do audio to edit it afterwards, you know, bad stuff can happen. Yeah, and I don't even um, edit the edit the podcast, and this has been a huge pain even for me because I've been trying to schedule this stuff in advance and sure that we have, have big shows. And so, what you're listening to right to to right now is essentially um, our our uh, fuck it show. We don't care. 
We, we just don't care anymore. We just want to get episode 24 out, discuss the things that we want to discuss, and get to episode 25, which is going to be a big event, and we'll be discussing that later. And booyah! Just beat the, just beat the, the, the boss. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beating the <sighs> boss in Lost World, that's really hard. Oh, oh. S- <laughs> shut up. <laughs> thank God it was thank God it was easy. Did you hear me as I rolled to victory at the end of that zone? That zone was hard as shit. And speaking of which, what we've been playing. It's enjoyable though. What what, what we've been playing uh lately. Well, for me as far as I'm concerned, lately is the last month. So these are all the games I've listed in our aborted recordings. Let's see, I've been playing Valkyria Chronicles. Gravity Rush, Pokemon Pokemon Y. I have Pokemon Y Crossing, too, but I haven't touched it yet. Uh, Code of Princess from Atlas. You should buy it. Um, let's see what By else. By the way, uh, my, my poor guys in Animal Crossing are going to be so lonely because it's going to be a long time before I get back to them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, in one version of this show, we discussed Animal Crossing at length. And, yeah, <laughs> so anyway... Um, Let's see what else. Um, we've I have also been playing lots of stuff on my Vita. In addition to Gravity Rush, I have been playing Dead or Alive Five and um, Street Fighter X Tekken. Uh, and was that CDS, is Dead or Alive Five or Dead or Alive Five Ultimate with the extra Dead or Alive Five characters? Plus Ultimate's not on not, not on the Vita, unfortunately. Okay. I have also been playing on the 2DS, which I also talked about at length. And in short, it is it is shaped like a slice of cake. It plays it plays like a Game Boy, and it's much more than you'd think it would be. And I enjoy it. And I bought the 2DS because my 3D I sent my 3DS in for repairs. And let's it makes see, a nice high tech doorstop. <laughs> it's also well made. So shush. But um, and 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 finally, uh, yeah, we've also been playing. Sonic Lost World it's on the Wii U and 3DS. Yeah, it just yes came out, and of course, and and of course, um, we won't be discussing much of it because episode 24 is never meant to be about Sonic Lost World. It was meant to be about other big news, so we'll be saying we'll be saving most of our Lost World discussion for uh, episode 25. Yeah, because that's our big 25, 25th Yes, that, that is our And we're going to try to get uh, Aaron yes. Weber for the show. Oh, we got Aaron Weber for the show, but we'll be discussing that later. Um, so anyway, um, so Lost World. I will say in short, the Wii U version is great. The 3DS version is decent. Uh, the 3DS version has moments of brilliance and, moment, and moments of mediocrity. But it's also the most fun I've had with a Dimps game since Sonic Rush Adventure. So personally, I think they did a much better job on the 3D ga- parts of the games than the 2D parts. Yeah, the 3D stages are very enjoyable. The the 2D stages tend to be hit and miss. Well, okay, well the th- in 3D stages we also have that one fruit stage. But anyway, but I'm tr- we can't. I'm trying not to go into detail here. Right. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, that, I actually enjoyed Lost World on Wii U more than I was expecting after hearing all those reviews. Yeah, you, usually, you, usually when I when when the reviews are like this, um, 
I at least I, I at least kind of feel like a game like I feel Dark Sonic Unleashed, a good game that has lots of flaws, but still has some really fun moments. But with this version, I I've yet to really find a moment where I'm thinking, yeah, this this is a very mediocre stage. I've I, yet to I, have that. Moment. I did find one, uh, but that's the one I don't think you've gotten to yet. Because you're still in the tropical resort, right? Oh, no, you're no in I'm in Frozen Factory. I just is there a le- is there a level that has is there a level that has question marks? Um, oh, bon- lots of levels have question marks. No, I mean no. Uh, ones you start with. Uh, it's in like a th- you know it might have been uh, Silent Forest or something that said question Silent Forest question. It's yeah. basically you're playing as Sonic. You're flying upside down. Oh wait a moment! That was a that, that was a special stage. Okay, yes, yes. I that don't. One, I hate the controls on that. It's horrible. Yeah, the controls in that stage are terrible. But it's also a but it's also an extra stage. You don't yeah. need to play it, so I don't care. <laughs> but that's the only that's the only level where I felt the design was lacking or poor. Yeah, everything else I really really enjoyed. Back. Even the hard even the hard levels, I'm having fun with. Well, I am. Digging the hard levels, <laughs> like I, I, it has been a long time since I've had this kind of rush in a Sonic game where it's like, oh shit, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. I mean, I'm sure Jason kept the recording of me screaming at the beginning of this podcast. That was me finishing Frozen Factory Zone Two after losing 13 lives, and I was really, really happy. I had accomplished something. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I'm not sure where the fives are coming from. I, I can kind of see where the sevens are coming from, but then again, I haven't read the reviews. I try not I to read. I would read uh, Jim Sterling's review. I think oh, he was I've very heard Jim fair. Sterling gives a very interesting opinion. Yeah, he's, he's very fair on it. At first, he didn't like it, but then as he got used to the controls, he enjoyed it more and more. And he said, yeah, that it's got its got its fair share of problems, but he thinks that they, they should keep going with this kind of style for the future Sonic games. To me, this is kind of like um, Sonic Unleashed, but much better than Sonic Unleashed, but still Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, because Sonic Unleashed was the beginning of, like, uh, the era where they where they did the boost forward and everything. Yeah. It, and, it introduced lots of new ideas. Yeah, but, lots of new ideas, and of course the Werehog didn't stick, but the morning... Yeah. The daytime Sonic stages were excellent, and yeah, and they, and they polished them over that, over the course of two them. games, until we got Sonic Generations, which which was really a a great version of of of, of that kind of game, and it got great reviews. And Lost World, I hope they stick with this mode of mode of gameplay for a long time because it, it has a lot of potential, especially if Sonic Team can really master the level design. But yeah, anyway. in a really good era for Sonic games right now. I call it the Orbot era because Orbot was introduced <laughs> in Sonic Unleashed, and he's been in pretty much every game since, or at least a cameo in Generations. Yeah, and, that, and that's when uh, you know the quality started to really improve. Orbot Generation. That's uh, that's I I I'd, I'd kind of want to call it the Azuka Generation, but even though technically Azuka also did do Shadow the Hedgehog, but you know this is where this this was it was with these. Sonic Unleashed that he really took charge and pushed, start pushing the series in the right direction. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Let's okay, not go we, too much into that yeah. now. We'll save that for the next Believe episode. it or not, we've only scratched the surface in regards to our discussion, people. So, yeah, and I've been tune playing, in for episode 25 for the rest. 
I've been playing unless uh, it fails to record. Right, and then then it's like, oh god, not again. <laughs> Anyway, I've been re- playing a little bit of Batman Arkham Origins on the 360. Oh, yeah, I've also been playing Arkham Origins <coughs> on the PDS. Sorry, go on. <laughs> and it's pretty much more of the same as far as Batman goes, so I haven't gotten too far into it. I just I reached the Penguin, but... I hear people say that like it's a bad thing. No, there are some <laughs> minor improvements, I think, to the formula. There's some stuff they did that works better, I think. And um, I, I I do like more of the same, but I just finished Arkham, uh, the Armored Edition of the yeah. City a few months back, so I'm a little, uh, what they call that, franchise fatigued, I think. <laughs> but, well, for me, it's been a while since I've since I've played an Arkham game. At have least, you, have well, you uh, to the first assassin yet, the number ten, the Electrocutioner. Well, like I said, I've only played the 3DS version. Oh, okay. Like I told you in private, I've only played the 3DS version so far because I left the Wii U version. Okay, uh, there, there is one great, great moment there that, that I just I ended up busting out laughing. It was I'm really fun. looking forward to, forward to Arkham Origins because um, really that's probably my, probably my favorite superhero fan. And it also game. has Roger Craig Smith as the leading character. <sighs> I'm not particularly happy about that because no, he I love sounds he sounds fun. really good. It's, it's basically I know I'm that. sure he sounds great. He's Roger Craig Smith. He sounds great in, in almost every role. Yeah, he but... sounds a gritty like a gritty version of um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, he sounds like a bit a bit of a gritty version of Kevin Conroy. It's but uh, for me, uh, Kevin Conroy, to be a younger, grittier Batman, who's you know a little bit more aggressive. Kevin Conroy has been Batman for me pretty much. Since um, I was a little kid, so it's I I, I miss him. <laughs> yeah, and I've been I finally I broke down. I was gonna wait for the PS4 version, but I couldn't wait anymore, and I broke down and got Skylander Swap Force on the Wii U, and the and wow, is this an improvement over the last two? They got a brand new HD graphics engine. It looks it looks like a next gen game even on the regular console. Like, I thought that has, you liked really wonderful lighting and CGI effects. Um. <laughs> There are certain cutscenes uh, where you're on the ground and the character's talking to you. Uh, if you look at the background, you can see some uh, artificial shadows, so you can tell it's actually in-game engine. And I thought, wow, because it looked for a minute like a CGI cutscene, but then it also can cut away. Huh. The lighting is really incredible. But yeah, normally I was kind of uh, I was about to leave the franchise after Giants because Giants was kind of boring. It's just huh. basically large Skylanders that move slow, but vi- they had Vicarious Visions take over the franchise this time, and they uh, did some great improvements with Swap Force. Uh, not only can they jump now, it's actual it's an actual platformer this time, and not just uh, moving around slowly and then attacking enemies. Huh. Uh, but the, the uh, Swap uh, thing, too, it actually has a, quite a bit of strategy to it. Because their bottom parts are also have offensive, defensive powers, the same as their top parts. So what you could do is, if you want a somebody who has both uh, long range and short range attacks, you, I can take like a rattle shake here and uh, combine them with uh, wash buckler and make rattle buckler. Now he's uh, got tentacles which he can attack with. Plus he's got a gun that he can shoot with. Well, as I as I say every time we discuss these kinds of games, I'd get it if I didn't have to fill my closet with toys. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? It makes me regret owning Disney Infinity though, because that Disney Infinity is not anywhere close huh. to uh, 
Skylanders in terms of gameplay. The problem is they have all these franchise characters in their own separate games. And yeah. You can't mix and match characters in that game. Like if you play The Incredibles or if you can play Toy Story, you can only play as Toy Story characters or Incredible characters. Really? And the only time they mix and match is if you're playing in the toy box mode where you can create your own levels and such. And there's a lot of uh, available levels to download, too, where you can mix and match there. That but would yeah. seem to defeat the purpose of Disney Infinity to me, if you can't mix and match everything. mix and match in the creation mode, which sounds crazy. Mm. So there's a lot of characters that don't have their own franchise games, like they got Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope coming out, I uh, think, later in November. And they can't play in any other mode except for uh, where you create. Like, my Jack Skellington is only for creation mode. <clears throat> Plus, the one thing that ticks me off is they have these power discs, which are basically unlockables for the creation mode. And you have right. to pay $5 for two discs for, and it's kind of a ripoff. Especially compared to Skylanders, uh, Disney Infinity is a bit of a ripoff. And that's that's my two cents in what I've been playing, I guess. Oh, and anyway. Phoenix and uh, Ace Attorney, which is all. Oh I yes, I, I need love to that get series. That. It's my absolute <laughs> favorite 3DS series. So anyway, on to news. Sonic Boom. Sonic it exists. Boom, Sonic the show. Oh my God! I'm going to strangle you. Shush. <laughs> it's two a.m. where I am, man. <coughs> Like, yeah, Sonic Boom, it exists. TSSZ, they are the ones who reported it. They were correct. There, I gave them their props. In any case, um, so, uh, yeah. It sounds interesting. It I've, discussed this, I've discussed the show so many damn times. Yeah, so now we kind of discuss it again. <laughs> I'm tired. Basically, but... the format is two 11-minute episodes, and they're more yeah. comedy-based than anything. Kind of like regular show or Adventure Time is, but this one has you blowing up robot. Has them blowing up robots, so hopefully there'll be some action in there too. Yeah, but it's got Doc- Mike Pollock as Doctor Eggman, and the main focus <sighs> is on Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. You know they they should have Mike Pollock voice voice everybody. So if you're looking for a Shadow and Blaze, you might be disappointed with this. <laughs> But who, I don't know. but who we'll knows, see. they might have little cameos and stuff. Shadow, Shadow could be great in a comedy, uh, I think. The, mo- the most controversial things is they showed their silhouettes and there are some <coughs> character designs. Well, they're, they're all redesigned. So Knuckles is majorly redesigned, and I'm a Knuckles fan. I can't obviously. tell on Tails and Amy. Tails and Amy's shadows look exactly the same. Sonic looks like he's wearing, like, a vest. Yeah. And Knuckles looks Knuckles really is big and buff. Is Big and buff. He's, he reminds me of the Tasmanian Tiger guy from. I like Archie. to call him Schwarzenuckles. Yes, yes, I know. He was your governor for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, and of course, he, Knuckles has fingers now. Which, as a Knuckles fan, I do not mind. It, it would make sense that he has fingers. That he would wear gloves because, you know, boxing gloves are not really the best way to handle anything, pretty much. It's, they're actually pretty cumbersome. They're good for punching, but not much else. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Knuckles and Amy being in Lost World has to do not less with the story and more that they want to get those characters more recognized for when this show comes on the air next year. Yeah. 
Probably. Okay, I'm, I'm, I need to get into this discussion because I, I guess feel so fatigued when it comes to Sonic Talk discussion at this point because we've had so many failed shows. Yeah. So, okay. Um, now, when we first discussed this like a month ago or something, you were not so keen on the idea of Sonic Boom, uh, on the idea of, of an 11-minute of an CGI comedy. Yeah, well, no, I was a little worried about it. I mean, I, that's one of those initial reactions where you kind of panic about it, like, "Oh my God, is it gonna be? Is it gonna suck? Is it gonna be any good?" Yeah. Now I'm on, now I'm more on a wait and see thing. That that's pretty much where I have always been in regards to the show. As uh, action animation in general has been has been struggling lately, so it's probably for the best that. This is not in the same, um, and in, in that this is not an action cartoon in and of itself because Car- Cartoon Network just keeps Cartoon Network just keeps canceling those things left and right because they don't bring in the toy revenue anymore. You know, they 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 just aside from Ben Ten and and pretty ben much just Ben around, Ten huh? now. Huh? What you say? Ben yeah, Ben Ten is still around. And that's the only action show that Cartoon Network's really been pushing anymore. It's that and Batman, um, be- be- uh, Beware the Batman. Oh, that looks... I have not... Most Batman fans don't barely know that exists. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, looks, I, I, it just looks like crap. I mean, they got Alfred looking like As a, a matter of fact... Thug. As a matter of fact... It got it's gotten better. I I watched episodes ten, eleven recently, and it's actually improved quite a bit. At the very least, it's better than the Batman from the mid two thousands. It's it's still no Bruce Tim, and it's no Brave and the Bold, which is like the best Batman show ever made. I love the Brave and the Bold. <laughs> but um, it, it, it's it's good. It's gotten I don't it's, care how it's goofy it was. <laughs> Oh, I love the goofiness. Oh, I miss the goofiness. Um, they had but, so many rare DC Comics characters. But, That's um, what I loved about it. But yeah, these shows just don't do very well. So if it was an action show, it probably would have failed miserably. So I, I just hope that it's, it's well written. I, I wish Ian Flynn were, were, were in on this because he does a great comedy with Sonic. But hopefully they have a good creative team on here. I mean, if they don't and it sucks... Oh, well. I'm sure it'll still be better than Sonic Underground and Sonic X. <laughs> but, um... Uh, I, I, well, I guess we'll see how good this is. Now, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I gave... I if they get Orbot and Cubot in there, that would help, too. Oh, yeah, that would help. Re- really, so long as they have Eggman. Eggman is probably my favorite, one of my favorite characters in the franchise at this point. Because he does have quite a bit of personality. I think it's mostly because of Mike Pollock. He's a great voice actor. And when he isn't under the thumb of four kids, he does great work. <laughs> now, I made sure to give TSS ZX props earlier for the story that they broke. But I've also got to, um, that's, I've also got to give them a bit of scorn. Because um, now, of course, Sonic Lost World uh, had pre-order bonuses. I mean, I'm I'm sure we've all received them by now. Uh, Except for some people in Canada, apparently, who have been having difficulties getting those pre-order bonuses. But um, 
Amazon was offering a pre-order bonus of 25 extra lives. And Kotaku was picked up the story and said, and, and claimed in their usual sensational fashion that Sega is making people pay for Sonic's extra lives. Which, of course, is complete bull hockey. And Aaron Weber went on to point out that we're not doing that and we will never do that. And then Kotaku and TSSE pointed out Sonic Dash. And TSSE pointed out, in addition to Kotaku, was like, Sonic Dash, you pay for lives in that game. Aaron Weber went on to point out that, well, no, you, you, don't, you can get lives for free in that game, too. We don't make you pay for lives in any game including that, and plus that's a freemium game anyway. And TSSE even admits that, yes, it's semantics, but still, you, you are still making people, you are still ha- charging people for extra lives. They admit in the story that it's semantics. <laughs> that it's, that they they themselves explain why it's stupid and that they're even reporting this story, and yet they report it anyway. And TSSE has been doing this lately. Fantasy Star Online 2, they use anonymous sources and conjecture to claim that Fantasy Star Online 2 is probably not coming to America. And... Do they, do they go to Sega? Do they get a, a quote from Sega? No, because that would actually interfere with their narrative that they're trying to create. Fantasy Star Online 2, I, I'd like to, yes, like you all know, it's still coming. I contacted Kelly Parker myself. She said, it's still coming. We just don't know when yet, or we can't tell you yet. And I reported on Segabix. TSSE did not pick that up, of course. And... Yeah, and it's 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 this kind of story. It's these kinds of stories that really bug me from TSSC. I mean, they can do great work, and they do occasionally break a story, but they also often break rumors and conjecture and try to run with it like it's a a real serious thing when it so often isn't. So, um. I would uh, so um, they, I, I will also give them props for for doing great work on the Ken Penders case. Yeah, they, they've been really doing good in it. Although and Ken really Penders has actually does, been uh, reporting on a lot than Twitter have you as well. <laughs> Did you uh, listen to the audio uh, recording of the recent uh, case? No. It's actually pretty good because the judge. Has both a good sense of humor, and he's, he's kind of like out out there. Interesting. You have to be out there for this kind of case. So, <laughs> has it been confirmed yet that we're never getting those Penders characters back? Probably. Uh, it's not looking good for his Sega EA case the way it was looking good for his Archie case right now. <laughs> <laughs> He could still appeal because I guess what happened was Ken Penders was like appealing something before his other case was even finished. Mm-hmm. It was like a big no-no, so the judge wasn't too happy about it. A- anyway, we're kind of going off track here because yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I'll be giving, I'll be bitching about Ken Penders during our little during our comic section. 
but for, but so yeah, I gave PSSE some additional props, but by and large, that's what I really dislike about that website. I really wish they would lay off the sensationalist nonsense and the rumors. Of course, to be fair, Sonic Stadium did also report its own rumor that it turned out to not be true, but we did make sure to note in the title and throughout the piece that it was a rumor. And, you know, take it with a grain of salt and all that jazz. Because what you're supposed to do. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I guess that's my one-man rant on TSSE <laughs> and the 25 Lives debacle, unless you want to add anything, Jason. No, pretty much good. I'd like to report that I'm on Frozen Factory Part 1 on 3DS, and it's actually pretty darn good right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I told you it was awesome, man. Anyway, uh, snow, uh, snowboarding level. So, Sonic Dash yeah, snowboarding updates. Level. It's actually uh, controllable, nice snowboarding for a change. Yeah, I know. Like I but, said before, so, the 3D, when they're doing the 3D levels, they're actually pretty good. So, uh, Sonic Dash updates. Now, this has largely been your game, I think. I, I started playing it again recently. Yeah, well, it hasn't been updated for a, a little while. I mean, well, they've been doing updates here and there, I think, but... I've recently started playing after last update, and I noticed how, how much it's improved. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a lot better now. It's a lot of fun, and the those red rings are actually pretty damn easy to get. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're playing it daily, you can get the daily rewards and, and get your red rings that way, and it works out well. Yeah, so this was another game I was playing recently, and the, over the last month, and uh, I managed to unlock Blaze and Knuckles, which... Uh, which was awesome, but of course, after I did that, I saw I stopped playing again. I haven't touched in about a week and a half because I prefer gaming on my Vita and my 3DS. I actually like this Electric Wisp, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, Electric Wisp is really fun. It's probably my favorite Wisp in the between either game so far. <laughs> so, uh, not, not don't, don't have much to say on Sonic Dash this time, huh? Well, yeah, like I said, um. When I first played it, they had so many things wrong with it. You can, can't, couldn't get any red rings hardly. Um, I think uh, some some areas it was just required for red rings. You just almost had to buy them to get to progress any. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've done, done a really good job about being fair with that for a free-to-play game. So as long as you take your time to it, you can unlock everything as long as you take a long time. You don't have to be impatient. And buy anything, but and then the, some of the bonus stuff they do have for sale is fair, like getting double getting rings, double. or uh, when you play every time, or getting an extra continue when you play every time. Those kind of Those things kind of, uh, are okay. So like uh, said, Mark... I've been playing. I was playing it for a while daily. That's how I I got Blaze for free, and um, it's just and it's got an extra level now, better frame rate, a better draw distance. I can actually see when the obstacles are coming. So if I die, it's my fault. And not the game. Hmm. So it's so, just a, uh, better, a much better game all around, basically. So we're we're gonna take a little break. Uh, Frozen. We're we're gonna be playing a song from Sonic Lost World, one of my favorites, uh, Frozen Factory Act Two from the Wii U. Now um, you can find it on find it on YouTube, and I'm pretty sure that they'll be selling a soundtrack soon enough. So uh, ho- hope you enjoy it.
So Mario and Sonic. Mario and Sonic. Um, Sonic and Mario. Now, originally, when we were when, when we threw this into the show notes, it was right after the Nintendo Direct, and uh, they had revealed a release date of uh, November fifteenth for America, and it will also be getting a light blue Wii remote. Of course, um, it'll come out the same day as PlayStation Four, so ain't <laughs> Yeah, Sonic Lost World came out the same day as a uh, uh, Assassin's Battlefield, Battlefield Four and, uh, and Pac-Man <laughs> game, Angry Birds, Star Wars game, and like five other games that came out the same day as Lost World. And uh, Mario and Sonic uh, is coming out the same day as the freaking PS4. <laughs> well, there's nothing much you can do with November because everything, all the big stuff's coming up at once. There's no True. safe place to launch your game there. But um, so yeah. Uh... There's really not much more we, 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 we can say about that. In the last two shows, we didn't say much. But we this time I can say that I will be reviewing the, the Wii U version of the game for uh, Mario, for uh, Sega Bix, So Yeah, I believe there's a $50 version and there's a $60 version that comes with in blue Wiimote. Yeah. Um, but... And I could say if you want to try out the game, uh, the Wii U kiosks that have been updated have a uh, demo of that game as well as Sonic Lost World. And some other games. I might do a little preview of the, of, of that using the Wii, Wii U kiosks for one one for either Sonic Stadium or Sega Bits. Then okay, so um, but I will say yeah, and I played the um, what was what do they call that the snowboarding level at yeah. Sonic, and you had to uh, you take do the LR buttons for tight turns. You use the game pad to steer, and that was actually uh, really good. The controls are yeah. really tight in that. What I've played, the game is actually pretty fun um but it's just you know a bunch of mini games so there's not a lot of depth to it and it's not going to keep your attention for that long yeah I, i've i've always been pretty pretty cool on the whole mario and sonic thing at least yeah. at least ever since the first one i mean the we first see... i bought with some excitement but yeah but after that it's like we don't see too many sonic fans that get oh go oh my god the new sonic and mario is coming out i can't wait <laughs> that, that's because they never really do anything in, too all that interesting with it but uh not, well, not, not sure. from, from what this one has an online mode, which of course, uh, Mar- the, the the new Mario game won't be having an online mode. So, <laughs> I guess there's that. Uh, from what I all... understand, you can only play as your me characters in online, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't heard that. But but uh, at the very least, the whole the, at the very least, the, the the three events we played at E3 were pretty fun. And we, I'm, we both really enjoyed the, uh, that one, that's essentially that Olympus transformed racing minigame, which had you transforming, transforming between skis, uh, yeah, I remember that. that was pretty good. And, uh, the, uh, bobsledding. So yeah, that, that was fun. But, yeah, I'm not really expecting much from this, but I just hope that I can give the game a C, but... <laughs> I, I've yet, I, 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 but we'll see. I guess hope it's fun. And uh, <laughs> there's really not much, much else for me to say. So, um, and speaking of Sonic crossing over with other things, Sonic is in Smash Brothers again! <laughs> This is the third time we've mentioned it. <laughs> yes, this is the first time I squealed it. Though this is probably the worst because I'm fucking tired of squealing it. 
But yes, he's in it. He's going to kick Mega Man's little blue tushy. The worlds will collide. And worlds will collide. We can we can reenact the the, the the Sonic and Mega Man fight as much as we want and have Sonic pound Mega Man into the ground. And also Mario too. We can have a little three one on one on one or three for three three one on one on one three for all or something like that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it wasn't much of a surprise, but it's still cool. And I'm hoping that they'll um, that they'll make Sonic a bit stronger in this, because in the original Brawl, he was pretty weak. He was really hard to knock anyone out with him. So I hope it's not as hard to unlock him where you have to finish the entire story mode in that. Well, yeah, but he Sonic's less of a big deal now because he's a returning character, and so hopefully he'll be more integrated into the game. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that, and Sonic Boom West, that also okay, happened. Okay, that's, uh, yeah, that happened in the U.S. West Coast chapter uh, last September 14th, and I attended that. Um, it was just a small, you know, meeting group of Sonic fans that were in that area, and we all got together. And uh, there was basically out of a poster uh, they gave out from the supported by the Sonic show. And what was it? It was a poster. It was a there was a p- piece of paper for a download of a Crush Forty live and at a Summer of Sonic concert uh, album. And um, Oh, there was something else too, and uh, <coughs> basically it was, it was nice. It was just a small gathering, but it was nice to see so many people, and I, I made quite a few friends on that. And now it's uh, changing on the on the Facebook, whether it's where it's now Sonic Revolution, and um, I'll tell you all about it uh, right at this break, um, where I talk to me and the Dice Garcia, who's one of my new friends, <laughs> and you'll uh, hear what we have to say about that. Hello, folks. This is the uh, little interview portion of our show that we mentioned earlier. I'm talking with uh, Lidice Garcia, otherwise known as Liddy Gar- Lidy Garcia. Lidice is right, right? Or Lidice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But also, you know. my uh, internet name is Angelidia, so. Alrighty, Angelidia. Yeah. Now, uh, both of us went to the what's called the Sonic Boom U.S. West chapter. That was back on the 14th of of September. That was actually about a month ago now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and uh, that was a nice little event. I mean, there's only about 15 people there, but it was a small group, and we got to meet a lot of interesting Sonic fans, and that was a lot of fun. There were little goodies to be handed out. They had a trivia contest. Um, Bishop was there in her uh, Metal Sonic uh, cosplay outfit. That I guess she got first place in the actual Sonic Boom in August of two, uh, 2013. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> anyway, but um, now we have uh, Sonic Revolution, uh, which you can find on Sonic Revolu- da- Sonic-Revolution.net. And can you tell uh, can you tell everybody about that? Okay. Um, is more than just a Sonic Revolution event for a like convention event it's also a way of how to um, bring together um, people from all over the 50 states right now we have around 23 states 
um, for a Sonic Social, which is uh, run by Tanner and the rest of us. Um, it also helped uh, people to create meetups in their own state area. And um, once we figure out how many people are willing to go there, so we'll create a convention type event here in so Southern California. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, we have a, I guess a Sonic SoCal meetup uh, coming up in January. Yes, in January, over there at the Johnny's uh, Pizza Place. Right, and that, that's the Johnny, what's his last name, Giovanni? Uh, Jolly. Jolly, uh, yeah. from who's the lead singer of Crush 40. He has his own little pizza place out there in Newport Beach. And, uh, yeah, so basically if you want to find a, uh, a, a social gathering for Sonic fans in your area, the best place to go is uh, www.facebook.com slash Sonic Revolt, or the website i gave you guys a uh, sonic-revolution.net and uh you can find out if there's a group gathering in your area or i guess create one that's possible yeah so uh how did you enjoy the uh our first little get together last month it was great i really enjoyed it it's like i never thought we could actually make this possible because in the past few years right um after the first uh, physical convention of Summer Sonic, um, I always wanted to do a uh, some sort of gathering. The thing is that I had no way to get connected to people and, and those kind of things. As the same thing happened to Shane. She wanted to do the same thing as uh, Summer Sonic, but nobody could back her up. Um, so we both got together and started this um, this event. Uh, right. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate uh, 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 having you talk to us. Anytime. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And I, I hope you I hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, it was recorded a little while ago. <laughs> Pretty much the only thing That's from sorry, the last Eddie. version of. Episode 24 that actually went well. So, um, so uh, yeah, that, that's Sonic Revolution. <laughs> now, we have Sonic. Now, uh, of course, this is episode 24, obviously. And we have episode 25 coming up. And I want to do something special for that. We want to do something special for episode 25. That's our landmark, uh, our, our landmark 25th episode. And so we're we're trying to do some crazy stuff here. We want to have three guests. Um, we want to have GX Echidna, who of course is our most common guest until recently. We want to have uh, Corey Holmes, who was our first guest, and we want to have Ben, who was going to be in an episode of Twenty Four, but until before that got aborted. And um, Ben is uh, from Sega Bix. He's one of our co-writers. He uh, he he uh, he's also known as Eng Sega or Shadow Legends. And he and I, he, he and I go way back. <laughs> sort of, um, 
I guess I, we're pretty much friends. We get along, but we do argue. A, we we would argue a lot on the Sega forum. So it's going to be nice having him on board for this episode. And we're pretty much we're gonna, we're going to be discussing Sonic Lost Worlds between us, except for Corey. He's just he he doesn't have a Wii U, so he'll just be chiming in when he can, I guess. And we'll also we'll also be discussing Sonic Boom again, and a few and some other big news items. And hopefully, if things go well, if this episode is successfully recorded, and if the next episode is successfully recorded, the next episode of Sonic Talk will be up and will be up a week from now. Uh, now, in addition to having three guests, we'll also be having an interview with Aaron Weber. Um. We've already got this confirmed. We've we've sent in the questions. We should be able to do the, do this very soon. That should go well. That we'll we'll have that for you in that episode at the end. And we'll be talking to him about various things regarding recent Sonic news. Not the Sonic Boom cartoon because that isn't really his thing. He doesn't know much about that. But we'll be discussing various various things about the Sonic games and the Sonic franchise. And we'll also be giving away um, five, or probably around five, free Rhythm Thief download codes. So, if you have if you have a 3DS and you want a uh, and you want a free digital copy of Rhythm Thief, uh, listen in. We'll uh, we'll be telling you win one of those download codes in the show. So that that's episode twenty five. We hope it'll be awesome. We'll hope you we yeah. we hope you'll tune in, and we hope that episode twenty five will go much better than episode twenty four did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, we're recording this thing at three a.m. at night. I'm tired, and I'm tired of talking about all this stuff. We might have to call this one third times the charm if it goes. So through. yeah, that's episode twenty five, and um, and so uh, yeah. Now let's uh, move on to to, to a comic talk. Now, since we last did a show and had two failed shows, we've had, like, what, four, five comics come out between <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog no, no. and Sonic Universe? <laughs> so, Pretty much. Let, let's, t- let's talk about Sonic Universe first. Now, Treasure Team Tango. Um, I'm, no, it's Pirate Plunder. Whatever, Pirate Plunder Panic. <laughs> I'm really digging that arc. Yeah, Mostly too. because... It doesn't have it, it doesn't make me think, oh shit, the the Ken Penders case has completely fucked this universe up. <laughs> no, it just you feels know. like a regular typical Yeah, it feels like a regular story. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot a lot of fun. I mean and now the last time we, we recorded this show, I was talking about how, how how Ian Flynn really knows how to make a fun story. And then Jason corrected me and said, "No, actually, this was Tracy Yarley." Yeah, and that Tracy speaks Yardley, yeah. speaks volumes of how awesome Tracy Yarley has become as a writer. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I think this is the best one yet. By far. This is this is easily his best story. This is this is top tier quality for the comic in general. Ian Flynn, Ian oh, Flynn or not? Sorry, I'm, I'm still on that tropical uh, frozen factory man. That is a long level. Yeah, so yeah. I'm snowboard again. <laughs> you're near the end, though. You're almost there, but you're gonna die a lot. So you ready? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but yeah, tr- tr- treasure, t- pirate plunder, plunder panic. panic. 
Um, now, three issues that we have to discuss. We're not going to discuss this in depth because I'm tired, and we've no. done this like three times now. So um, I, I, I will the say that – Sonic that the – that Marine destroyed is back, except he's a, yeah. You know, just a Metal Sonic is back. Called, uh, uh, Whiskers is back. He's a pirate now. Johnny is back. Um, yeah, and the third arc, yeah, Johnny and Captain Whiskers are there. Yeah, <laughs> and they do have the working for Eggman Nega, so he can mention Nega, mm-hmm. but he just can't use him right now. It's just funny. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon he can, especially with some of the things that has been pulling lately. Um, but. Uh, and, and, of course, um, Marine is back, and Marine is as fun as ever, and Bean and Bark are back, and they are as fun as ever. <laughs> i got to give uh, Tracy Yardley props on Marine's dialogue. Oh, God, That's yes. That's hard to do. And he, uh, he does it really well, and he's got, uh, he found some wow. Australian dialect that uh, a lot of people haven't used in a long time, and somebody gave him the props for it. I do kind of wonder if maybe Ian Flynn helped him out a bit because, like, this was that's one of the major reasons why I couldn't tell the difference between this story and, and Ian Flynn's story because Marine's character and dialogue is just spot on. <laughs> he just nailed it. And Beenan is, is just as crazy as ever. So. Oh God! <laughs> I do think that Bean goes. A, Bean is. Probably a little more sane than I than I think he has been in the past, and I think the shiny joke is probably being taken a little too far in this arc. Well, but... they have to kind of do that so he'll switch sides because he'll you know yeah. he'll switch sides on a whim, but they need, they need to give him a reason to. But um, yes, I love that little bit though. He goes, "Hello, I got the captain's hat," and then Blaze just sets fire to the hat. <laughs> yeah, I love seeing a little smirk on her face because she shows she usually doesn't smile too much. She's usually very yeah. serious. And I really, what I really enjoy about this is that this is a Blaze story, and Blaze yes. is, is the best Sonic character since Knuckles. I agree she, with that. I, I, I absolutely love her character, and, the, uh, and Tracy does a great job with uh, her in this. She's like under stress. She's trying to do her best, but she's you know trying to stay focused. She blames herself a lot. She loses her temper real easy. And that is exactly the, the kind of person she is supposed to be. She's, she's a very be... three-dimensional character for a yeah. character. Like, she, again, she's... Well, I, I, I hesitate to call Knuckles three-dimensional. Really, he's just gullible. <laughs> but um, she's, a, she, she, she's the most three-dimensional character that, that, they, that, Sonic, that the Sonic franchise has gotten. I guess pretty much ever since, again, Knuckles was just gullible and I don't know what you'd call Shadow. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess he had a dark past. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't really call him three-dimensional either because he was just driven by revenge. And I like how we have a good explanation of how uh, Blaze's world works now. It's mostly water. Yeah. There are robot pirates in her, in her world and regular pirates, I guess, as well. And it's just a lot of robot, I mean, the koala characters and what have you. And it's nice um, seeing Cream and Marine interact because they're both roughly the same age, and yet Cream, Marine is the exact opposite of Cream, and so yeah, she... <laughs> Cream is very cautious. She's one and you know wants to hide from danger, doesn't want to get involved too much. Well, 
Marine will just jump out and attack anybody, even if they're way more powerful than she is. And Amy is pretty much the parent. She, she's chaperoning this whole thing. <laughs> Which, again, I'm not used to her being in that role, but it fits because she has become more mature, more mature over the course of the comic. I kind of like those sprockets, too, that they added to the. Those are kind of neat. Ah, you, you mean the little, the little robot native, natives? Yeah, the little natives of the island. Those bug me. Really? Those, yeah, because how can you have robot natives? Who built them? Why do why, well, why like, do they talk like that? How can you have robot pilots, uh, pirates? You don't know who Because someone built robot pirates to, to pillage things well, and wreck I mean, things. If there's a huge population of robots all over the place, they're either self-manufactured or there's just a lot of scientists who love robots on that planet. <laughs> Isn't it implied that Metal Sonic was found by someone and refitted? Yeah, and rebuilt? It, was, it was by by some old scientist who rebuilt him, and they got they paid the price by Mil, I guess uh, Captain Metal destroying him. <laughs> so there are just mad scientists running around the open ocean building robot pirates. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your explanation now. What next scientist is walking around, around building robot natives? That's my question. Well, what do you, you point in that? <laughs> why do you go into this much detail? This is a story starring a talking cat. Oh, I know. Back in that has fire powers and can fly through her fire powers. I, I'm trying to learn to be more critical literature, and so these things come up in my mind now. <laughs> I just don't accept them. They're, they bug me a little. I mean, I understand why they're there with the whole, um, with the whole uh, robot pirate, with the whole narrative of ro- pirates and and deserted islands and natives and all that. So it makes sense to me, but it just it doesn't make sense to me because who would those <laughs> <both> things? <laughs> really? But I'm uh, in the end, it doesn't really matter <laughs> because yeah, just... I just accepted it like I accepted like in the Sonic Mega Man crossover that Mega Man trying to steal the the roboticized master's powers instantly de-roboticizes them, and yeah. it steals a skill of theirs. And that only makes sense in video game logic, so you just Yeah, but Mega Man is a video game, so I gave, I gave that a pass. Yeah, you gotta, gotta let it pass, because it's but basically this, this, video this game is not from, But these things are not from video games. This is, these are fly by just spinning his two tails. That makes no Again, sense. Again, from... <laughs> Quiet! Shut up! <laughs> so, but, um... Yeah, so we're really digging this. Now, of course, the other the other story that at first when I was reading it, it gave me a stomach ache. I, I didn't was, want. I was very cautious when the two fifty two and two fifty three because I hate 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 reboots. The fifty two reboot pretty much wrecked the DC universe for me. I have had. Lots of difficulties getting into that new universe. One more day wrecked Spider-Man for me because it completely disregarded everything I everything I had been reading because I only picked up in the last few years and they just swept away all of that. So I hate reboots. But the more I read this, the more I don't mind this so much because it's not really a a full reboot. Now. We'll see where things end what up. Has, but... What has been rebooted is starting to make me enjoy it more. I, I just read 254 today, and I really enjoyed yeah. where it was going. I, 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 I like the world. I, I, it, it feels – everything about it feels you know, more, more solidified. 
because of course the Archie with with the old with the old world you had a hodgepodge of all these things from all these different writers that you had to fit together. Yeah, see, that's the problem. You had a big backstory to go through, and a lot of that backstory can now be. But I had, a, but I still I've been reading this comic. I've been reading this comic since I was like, um, let's see, nineteen ninety five. 87, eight years old, roughly seven or eight years old. I have, yeah, actually eight. I just turned eight. So, I mean, yeah, I stopped when the store, when, when the comic was getting really, really stupid, like when the characters went to high school. And um, when, uh, when the, the Ken Penders and Ballers, uh, when yeah. they were really Especially, fucking, I don't think Carl, Carl Ballers is probably worse than Penders at that kind of stuff. Well, bowlers had bow, bowlers like he made he wrote some stories I really liked and oh, some stories yeah, I really didn't. Yeah. So um, I I stopped reading at when when they went to high school and I stopped reading when when Sally slapped Sonic. Those were the two times when I stopped reading. And I will say, <laughs> as much as I love John Gray, he should not draw any dramatic. Yeah, because <laughs> like, that slap just. Came I, yeah, off I hate Sean Gray's artwork at, at, at the time. I hated his artwork. With like, I could I could not get into it. And, but now, of course, I love his artwork. I still don't like it in that story, but I I love it in, in the Angel Island story, which unfortunately I never read when it first came out. That probably would have kept me going if I just held held on for that. But the slap just. It annoyed me so much that I just dropped the book. <laughs> but so yeah, so I, this comic book has been a part of my life for a long time. And of course, Jason, you're like sixty years old or something. So, <laughs> so um, you know, obviously, you were not reading this when you were eight. No, I wasn't reading it when I say. I have. A, I wasn't reading the earliest issues because they were obviously very kiddy and full of puns. I came around yeah. like uh, issue fifty, basically. I started reading it at, at issue. 28, released August 1995. My sister picked it up in a CVS and showed it to me. I said, yeah, sure. And then I got into Sonic the Hedgehog. But we're not here to talk about that. So anyway, <laughs> um, so I am glad that they are not completely ditching the old continuity. The, character, the characters remember it. You know, the characters that matter remember the main, Yeah, the main freedom fighters are going to uh, have, have their memories back. Um, Tails is not sure if uh, Uncle Chuck should get his memories back or not. Sonic and him discussed that for a little now, bit. You, you sent me a page of Mutsky getting his memory back? But no, Mutsky didn't get his memory back at all. I was but, a, I made a joke that... <laughs> oh, you... <sighs> like, my God, I can't believe... I was looking so for that. <laughs> I was... Okay, that was actually a funny. That, that was a pretty funny joke from you. I, I applaud you. I, actually, the other joke I had is that Mutsky would send to Sonic a letter. He goes, "Dear Sonic, uh, what I did to your leg was not out of love, but just out of a primitive instinct and impulse I had at the time." So who drew that? I, I apologize that. Um, that issue is done by I think Ryan Jampol with. Um, uh, I remember. With, I, so uh, he... Tracy Arley doing the what they call them, the outlines. Okay, uh, I I think I I'm misremembering the page that you sent me. So yeah, but basically Butsky's like a Mobian now. Although although yeah. oh this is other news. Officially, uh, Ian Flynn can't use the term Mobius in describing the planet anymore, <sighs> which is really Sega. sad. And that's, Sega. that's on Sega because that's 
Pender's thing. That's uh, no, that's not Mobius Pender's thing at all. Since but I'm sure Pender's still indirectly involved because Sega pr- pr- probably wants to dick as much of that stuff as possible hmm. <sighs> because of his case. Anyway, but yeah, so Matsuki's a Mobian. Um, King Acorn is no longer a douchebag. Um, and he's a squirrel. He's a lot more of a squirrel now than a squirrel well, chipmunk hybrid. Well, he was. He, I, he looks I, a little. Well, yeah, but now he looks a little like Ray. He doesn't have and, like a uh, fox tail. That's a big fat curly tail thing. And um, I'm really happy that Antoine got his memory back. I'm wondering if they were married in that continuity. Yes, they are. <laughs> If oh. you look, if you look at the uh, page for I think two fifty seven or something where yeah. Bunny's in, or is it two fifty five? I don't know. But Bunny, uh, when she's got her fist clenched, she's got a ring on her finger. Awesome. Okay. Good. So it's not going to be like. Uh, well, Antoine they're, is they're saying in two fifty four, "Where's my wife? <laughs> What's happening?" <laughs> well, to her? I, I, but that was after he got his memory back. Yeah. So I was wondering if. Um... By the way, did you read on the Bumble Kings forum? Got what was the topic for a while called Sonic the Sociopath? Because some reader was worried Sonic wasn't mentioning what he was worried about his parents or anything. No, he was but focused this is on, why I... No, he was just mainly focused on the task at hand. But then in this issue, uh, they cut that all out because when he saw you know Uncle Chuck, he just went nuts and grabbed him and gave him a big old hug and was crying yeah. a little bit. And but same no, with, uh, Antoine. But he uh, he can't acknowledge his parents anymore. So, no. but the way they he's handled still that kind of sociopath. Yeah, he does care. He's not a sociopath. Yeah, but he's he's not. He doesn't care about losing his parents. I'm sure of that. Well, I'm sure he does. But, but they can't. They that would be really sad. Yeah. yeah. But also in that issue was uh, uh, Uncle Chuck's taking samples of whatever the purple energy is in the cracks in the earth and. Sonic breaks one of them and turns feral a little bit, all, and you can see a little bit of the werehog. Uh, oh! Um, what do you call it? Quills in the back, but then it goes back to normal. So this so was Uncle Chuck wants him to to see a doctor, and I think it's Spagonia. They mentioned that. No, no, they're going to Spagonia. He Uncle Chuck want, just wants him to see a doctor, I assume, and not Hull. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because, yeah, I did mention they want to see this, wants to see a doctor. But if you look at that page, yeah, I can see his. Uh, his uh, back quills start turning into that the nightshade, I guess. I forget what to call yeah. it, but uh, like a darker, darker blue. Mm. But yeah, there there is pretty much every indication that the next uh, story after Countdown to Chaos, which is called The World Adventure, is a <laughs> Unleashed adaption because Sonic in Unleashed in Japan was called Sonic World Adventure. Plus, uh, Ian Flynn, while he was doing the charity playing Sonic Lost World, Announced that, yeah, uh, Professor Pickle will be in the comics <laughs> officially. <laughs> oh, I, I admit that will be cool. But yeah, so it looks so like far... it's going to be a mix of humans and, you know, regular Mobians, I guess. Oh, so it looks like that. Now, Man animals. only has Mobians working. I mean, sorry, um, furries working for him. So. <sighs> so they, did, um... they did mention Bo and the problems that, uh, what's his name's had within the snake. Yeah, which does pretty much confirm that uh, the, the Robo the heck is gone. Well, that, yeah, but it does help confirm that the Chaotix quest was still is still canon. Yeah, I think a lot of Ian's Flynn stuff is still going to count as canon in this story. Yeah, that was a nice action moment with Eggman. Did you? you have you? Read oh that? yes, yes. Thank you for reminding Eggs me. That was whole fun. Aircraft carrier <laughs> with a broken he up, was a uh, badass. He grabs a fighter jet instead and blows up the Eggmobile. 
<laughs> and yeah, you know what? People died in that. I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that. <laughs> you don't see it, but yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> you know, just think about all those people below deck as that as a aircraft carrier is thinking. Ian's been getting Ian, oh, Ian has been getting violent lately. First, all those people dying. Now, all those people. Now, a whole aircraft carrier goes down. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's still an Ian Fling story. It's still, it's still a a lot of fun. It's got some nice drama and action. That's one thing I I wasn't worried about. I mean, it sucks that we're going to lose some of our favorite characters, but I'm not worried about the stories being bad because Ian 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 Fling is awesome. I'm going to come out and I'm going to say it. I would not have said this a few years ago. But I, because I still had some respect for him, I'm going to say it now. Ian Flynn is a much better writer than Ken Penders, and Ian Flynn served Ken Penders' characters much better than Ken Penders did. So it's a shame that the comic will be losing those characters, that those characters will, that those characters will be losing that exposure that they had. But well, Penders wants to write his little stories that won't have Knuckles in them, but we'll just have all the characters that were built to be supporting characters to Knuckles. So uh, I guess that's good for him. He can continue to tell his little stories without involving Archie. And it looks like Archie will still be able to reprint uh, older titles that had Pender's stories in it and Pender's characters. Hmm. Because there are already some reprints coming out. Uh, I think the Knuckles saga is finally the next... uh, this set is coming out fairly soon. And, and can I just make a, a crazy prediction and just say the Ken Penders comics are not going to sell very well? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be surprised well, if they, they... Yeah, because they're only going to sell to the diehard Sonic comic fans. And even, no, uh, those, even and only, only the ones who uh, are forgiving of you know everything that's happened. For pretty much his message board community. That, that's it. Like uh, maybe a, maybe a thousand people, maybe a few hundred people. I mean, thank God he'll be doing all the art and writing himself. I hope he's able to keep those people coming back. <laughs> I have a feeling you'll be seeing him a lot more at conventions because that's where he's going to be selling this comic most of the time. I think now. Mm. <sighs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll also be selling those Archie covers that. He, he, he uh, yeah, that he didn't write. Yeah, he, and he shouldn't be selling those because I want to buy them from someone else. <sighs> but um, yeah, it, it, it sucks what Kenny Penders did to his own characters. But, oh well, at least Ian Flynn doesn't need those characters to write a good story, as he has been proving repeatedly over over the last year. Mm-hmm. So, well, like um, I said before, I do. Uh... I'm on his side as far as uh, the Sega EA case because, you know, uh, those were his ideas that they basically took. Yeah, but you know what? He wrote those ideas in a Sonic comic, which is licensed by, by Sega. So for all... Twilight Cage, Twilight I know, yes, I agree. They're similar to his ideas, but he wrote them for a, for a franchise that he does not own. So I, I, he does not get any sympathy from me. He wrote these stories for Sega. As far as I'm concerned, they are Sega's stories. And they are Sega's stories to do with as they please. Now, unfortunately, I guess Archie didn't have him sign the right legal document, so that's not how... So that, that, well, that's I think what it is is they did, but all they have left is a copy. They don't have the originals. And that's how he won his case, as far as I know. 
<sighs> you don't okay. have all the details. I hate even more. I mean, sorry. Now I, now I'm even more annoyed with him. If that's the case, if he pretty much just exploited Archie's own negligence in keeping the, the, those records on hand. Well, whose fault is that? It's Archie's fault. Yeah, it's Archie's, but that doesn't mean I can't be pissed off at Penders for taking advantage of that. Anyway, so um, I, I don't know if he... I don't know. I think you're just up. You're upset more about it than I am about it. Well, yeah, because I loved the Knuckles series. I loved the Knuckles series when I was a kid. <laughs> I have very fond memories of that. I, I, I would, I used to say that Ken Fenders was a good writer because of that series. Won't be saying it anymore, <laughs> but yeah, I used to really, really like his stuff, and I used to really like those characters. But they're gone now. Not all of them. I like, I like, like Julie Sue, okay, and like Linda. I didn't care for that much for Remington or some of the. Screw others. you. Screw, screw you and your screw you and your Skylander things. <laughs> okay, and I think that's pretty much it for comic talk. We've t- discussed the comic to death and Ken Penders too. Yeah, I pray if if this show does not record, if if something goes wrong. Well, we tested the first audio and it all came out good. We're just gonna say fuck it and. We're just going to call episode 25 the last episode. We're just going to post noise. The white noise. <laughs> and that's episode 24. Or we can just, just take all of, our, all of our failed recordings and put them together in one long piece of shit. And while we were talking post just now, on. I was standing up and spinning around my room doing a bonus level from the 3DS Lost World, which is such oh, a I... stupid thing. Oh, be quiet. Kid. I enjoyed the one that I played. I hate I hate the bonus levels in this game. Mm. I I've only played the one, so I can't say I care, care for them that much. <sighs> so I I, we, I guess we really have nothing else to discuss in regards to those comics. We've we, we really just wanted to do it broadly. We really just wanted to discuss broad um as plot points of them anyway at this point, given how many issues there were. Yeah, I mean but, we had a lot to talk to cover, but um. Ian Flynn, Tracy Arley, and I hope they keep up their great work. <laughs> and I hope I don't that know how Ian Flynn finds the time to do all this stuff with yeah. all the books he writes, and then uh-huh. he just parody uh, for by playing Sonic Lost World with a friend. I ha- I have to applaud Ian Flynn for being able to navigate all of this without alienating me. That's really impressive. <laughs> I, I there hope are, yeah. There are going to be some fans that, no matter what, are going to be pit- so pissed off they probably. Well, there were fans who were pissed off that Locke died, <laughs> and, and I, even... I, mean, I was pissed off that Locke died. <laughs> I was completely okay I with think that. That's, I think where that's a lot of where uh, where uh, um, Ken Penders, you know, started his lawsuit from is that was his favorite character and. Before that, I mean, he we didn't hear a word from Ken Penders until after Locke died. <sighs> like I said, it's not always about the money. I think he does have a strong love for his characters. Yeah, but they they are they were written for you know something that he doesn't know. So All right, okay, let's uh, wrap up this episode for. Yeah, we're we're done now. We're done. We're, we're done sure back on Ken Penders. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to stick around for episode 25 with Aaron Weber. And uh, always tune in here to Sigabits.com. 
And uh, by the way, we also have an art contest running. Um, now, you can check it out in, up in the uh, features list or in any of the Art of Sega posts that I've written. Um, just uh, You just have to submit a piece of art to sagabixcontest.gmail.com. Now, I, I, I got to clarify something that I did not clarify in the post. Um, I've been getting some very obvious photoshops and traces, trace art. Now, I did not. I, I was purposefully. I, I, I purposefully did not uh, uh, rule out anything in the contest. But I will say the trace art and Photoshop art will be at the very, very bottom of anything considered for the contest. So. I would advise that you try to do something original. Uh, that would be fake. That that would um, that would improve your chances of gaining the grand prize significantly. And uh, in the future, be I very, will not try be, to be very creative. Uh, that's everybody loves creativity. Yeah, I will. I will. In the future, I will be specifically disallowing photoshopping art and uh, traces tracing. But um, I, I didn't this time, and I, I, I said I can submit anything, and I, I can't go back on that. So, <laughs> but, yeah, I really don't like that. That's not the kind of art we were looking for. So, so I guess try to submit don't, – don't submit stuff like that, please. And uh, that's it. We're, we're done. <laughs> we're – I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you in, I hope you didn't mind my various ranks at things I that I this like. I at a good pace. I suppose, aside from the parts that you're, you're going to edit out, where, where yeah. I guess kind of I froze like a deer in the headlights and I couldn't talk because <laughs> it's, it was fucking two thirty a.m. and I'm tired. I'm tired of doing this goddamn podcast over and over again. <sighs> oh yeah! By the way, I also got a Ryu Azuki statue from First Four Figures, and it was awesome. Yeah, and talked about that at length in the last episode that you will never hear. <sighs> I got me. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Or did I lose it already? I was moving stuff around in my room. <laughs> and while he's looking for that, I also got a um, a free Mewtwo figurine for that Pokemon Rumble thing for my buddy over at the plane. Ah, here we are. Uh, let's see if oh. you can hear this on the mic. What the hell is that? Power ring. What's it for? It's just a power ring. It's it's like a cosplay thing. You can buy it uh, from Jet. Uh, wait, wait. So it's a Jet ring that makes a noise? Yeah, it's a full sized. Uh, it's a life sized power ring, like Sonic would grab. And it oh, makes God. noise. Are you gonna be dressing up? Are you gonna be cosplaying as Sonic at the no. at, at the next Comic Con? No, this is strictly just for fun. And I have a life sized Sonic plush. It's Stuck in a garbage bag right now with a bunch of other plushes because I have no room in my room right now. But this will so go well with him. <laughs> and that's about it. Um, also, you can check out, like I was mentioned in our little uh, interview before, so check out the Sonic Revolution website on www.sonic-revolution.net if you're looking for a... A fan to get together meeting around your area somewhere in the United States. 
Also, it, uh, it's available on uh, Facebook.com slash Sonic Revolt. Mm. So, um, see you next week, fellas, or the week after next. I don't know how, how, how the next show is going to go, but we'll be seeing you soon enough. Um, see you later. Okay, and we're out.